I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Jurgen Klopp and Excuses by Tom Holmes. Well, phew. I had this article lined up a couple of weeks ago after the nil-nil draw with Southampton. After Jurgen Klopp blamed the pitch for the result, and there were a couple of versions of this article lingering in my brain. But mercifully, Liverpool won their last two games 7 0 on aggregate to emphatically deliver a Champions League place. And it's a good thing, too. Liverpool fans do not like excuses. If Liverpool had drawn one of their final two games, finishing on 74 points, they would have missed out on Champions League football. Now, Jurgen Klopp could have pointed out that, historically speaking, no team in the Premier League era has missed out on the top four with 74 points, which is indicative of how impressive this year's top five have been. But could you imagine the uproar if that was the case? Liverpool fans don't like excuses. Fortunately, this isn't an excuse because we got over the line. But there have been many times this season when Klopp's excuses did rub fans up the wrong way. The most prevalent and extreme recent example was his pitch excuse following the nil-nil draw. Was it a valid reason? Very plausibly. His point about the ball running up short with a lot of simple passes did resonate with what I saw. But even so, this excuse had even the most ardent of Klopp supporters begging him to shut up. Not all of Klopp's statements are quite so ridiculous, but there are two particular and connected issues that have been points of controversy all season. And where Klopp's words on the subject have felt like excuses. The first is injuries, and the second is January transfers, both of which are connected to the issue of squad depth and the scuppering of Liverpool's title challenge. One of them reared its ugly head just a month ago, when Klopp claimed that injuries had scuppered Liverpool's title bid, comparing our injury record with Chelsea's. And oh boy, the backlash. Oh boy, the backlash. Liverpool fans do not like excuses. Okay, at this point, it seems fair to make a few disclaimers. One, not all fans, obviously. Two, it's definitely not just Liverpool fans. Three, there's a massive difference between fans who appreciate what Klopp is saying but feel he should read the room better and fans who just think he's wrong. And four, Liverpool fans are perfectly entitled not to like excuses. So I want to try and assess the validity of Klopp's statements a bit before trying to get to the heart of the issue. Did Liverpool's title challenge fall away because of injuries? Unquestionably to an extent. Coutinho's injury was a big loss and started the slide in form that inevitably led to January and February. 
Henderson has been a huge loss. Mane has been missing for crucial periods. Klopp has struggled to put together a consistent central defensive pairing. And Adam Lallana has been in and out of the side. Only Milner, Firmino and Klein have started more than 30 games or clocked more than 2,700 minutes. Moreover, the lack of fluidity definitely contributed to Liverpool's slide. However, the two counterpoints are what have fans riled up. First of all, injuries happen and should have been anticipated. We knew Sadio would be off to the Africa Cup of Nations and we should have prepared better. The squad was not deep enough to contend with those issues. And secondly, Liverpool had the majority of their squad fit for the majority of the season and should have had enough quality to see off the likes of Hull and Swansea. And the other issue is whether Chelsea could have soaked up injuries to key players the way that Liverpool have. Spurs' injury record is not drastically better than Liverpool's, although it is better. But Chelsea have been very lucky with injuries, as 9 of their starting 11 have started 30 games and have registered more than 2,690 minutes. Whilst Chelsea's strength in depth does exist, as Willian and Fabregas have shown, who knows how they would have played should Terry, Zuma or Bashoi all have been forced to play for a significant period of time. Is Klopp right to say that injuries scuppered our title bid in a way that they didn't Chelsea and Spurs? Well, not entirely. He does have a point, particularly when you compare our squad to Chelsea's in terms of consistency in minutes. But that point is slightly undermined by Spurs' ability to soak up injuries to key players with a smaller squad. Moreover, Liverpool's problems cannot squarely be put on the shoulders of injuries. Although if Coutinho had been fit for the entire season, who knows how well we might have performed. And this brings us back to the January issue. Klopp has said that the players he wanted in January weren't available, and he would rather wait until the summer than sign players who he didn't want. And this for me is an entirely valid point. I appreciate that it's not all-encompassing, and nor does it wholly excuse the lack of signings in January, but it's hardly fair to reel off a list of names who Klopp simply couldn't sign in January and say that we should have picked up one or two. Klopp's statements, in my opinion at least, have a significant amount of merit to them, even if they do starkly miss the point that squad depth is something that Liverpool are lacking, a point that Klopp himself has often failed to bring up or tried to excuse. Nevertheless, the bigger point isn't whether or not what Klopp says is true, although more often than not I think he hits the mark. It's whether or not Liverpool fans want to hear it. When you're struggling in a battle for top four, having been well in the title race at Christmas, Liverpool fans don't want to be reminded of the wasted potential of the season, especially when, in their opinion, Klopp's argument isn't sufficient. Nobody wants to hear we're in the mess we're in because of injuries. They just want to hear about how we're going to get out of it. And furthermore, it's not as if Klopp is saying home truths that Liverpool fans might need to face up to but don't want to hear. He's not arguing that we have the sixth best squad in the league, so forth as an achievement. Something I don't personally believe to be true, but seems to bizarrely be the prevailing opinion. He's not saying that we were 8th last year, so 4th is a massive step up. He's not saying that Liverpool have missed out on Champions League qualification in 7 of the last 8 years, so we should be happy with 4th. All of which might well be true, but none of which fans want to hear. Rather, what I think Klopp is doing is twofold. One, he's trying to deflect blame from his squad to protect his players. This is the oldest technique in the book in terms of reasons managers make excuses. And whilst I'm personally not a fan of it, when the alternative is going full Mourinho and dragging whichever player didn't quite hit 10 out of 10 that week through the mud because of a personal vendetta, then I'm happy for Klopp to do it. 
The other reason, I think, is more subtle. I think Klopp is trying to give fans a sense of perspective and optimism looking forwards. By saying that Liverpool would be in the title race were it not for injuries, Klopp is pointing out that Liverpool have the quality to be in the title race once everyone is fit and firing. He's trying to ignite Liverpool fans into thinking that we have a damn good squad and a starting eleven good enough to beat anyone. This is both short-term and long-term motivation. Short-term, yes, we're going to make top four. Don't forget this team was top of the league before Christmas. Long-term, this team is going to challenge for titles. We have the side to do that. Now, do I think it's possible, even likely, that at times Klopp has misjudged the mood around Anfield, particularly with regards to some fans who don't want to hear excuses when we're in a top four battle rather than a title race? Definitely. Clearly, the reaction to some of Klopp's statements reflects a lack of foresight from the manager. And moreover, some of his statements, the Southampton pitch one being the one that springs to mind, simply just need to be kept to himself. Nobody cares if the referee or the pitch or the fans are against you. That's just part of football. You need to get over that sometimes, especially when your team didn't win through entirely their own failings. But equally, I think that every manager has their moments of sensationalization. But it's worth trying to look beyond what Klopp is saying and try to see why he's saying it and what that means for the team. Klopp will say things that Liverpool fans don't want to hear. Sometimes he's justified. Occasionally he won't be. And a significant amount of the time, it won't matter either way. And I think if this article is going to have any sort of meaningful conclusion, it's this. Fans, listen to Jurgen Klopp. Even if he's making excuses, just hear him out and try to understand what he's saying and why he's saying it. Jurgen, occasionally, very rarely, it really is okay just to shut up. Fans don't always want to hear excuses. Potentially controversial and very, very interesting point being made there by Tom in that piece about uh, whether or not excuse making is valid and whether or not fans want to hear it um, coming from our manager Jurgen Klopp. I'm going to leave you to mull over that and spare you my rambling this evening given the way things are and I'm going to ask you just instead to maybe direct your attention back over to anfieldindex.com and look at all the lovely writing there especially that stuff done by a certain fella called Trevor Downey. You can find all the links to that writing on Anfield Index's own Twitter feed and on my own, at Downey Trev. Give it a listen, give it a read, let me know what you think. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter, at AI Audible, and on AnfieldIndex.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.